we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Too many of us are living in the can of God. And the can of God, the highest level of living in the can of God is living in the hope of God. Because when you're in can, you just hope it work out. <laughs> but when you get in the will of God now, the highest place for you is the know of God. You know you shall receive. Glory to God. And, and I believe that we are shifting this church from, from hoping to knowing. From can to will. Glory. Am I, am I in the right church this morning? Am I in the right place? Glory to God. I feel this this morning, boy. Hallelujah. All right, let's, let's, keep, on, let's keep on jamming. So, we're developing a new kind of mindset where we move from from knowing the instructions of God to now functioning in the example of God mimicking the ways of God and I think one of the best examples in scripture is our good brother Moses now the psalmist says something about Moses I want you to find this for me Psalm 103 and verse 7 I want you to see what the psalmist says about Moses. This is very profound. Uh, ready? Psalm 103, verse 7. Ready? Read. His unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. This is very powerful. One more time. Read. He made known his ways. What did he made known, to, make known to Moses? His ways. He made known his ways to Moses. But what did he make known to the, to the, to the children of Israel? His acts. See, when all you know is the acts of God, you remain in a place of bondage. When you don't understand how God functions, you, are, you really just only experience them little blessing there, a little blessing there, and you really live in of, of, um, of, of faith accidents. There's no intentionality, and you don't have the ability to do it again. That's in those accident. You know, you know, God almighty, I didn't really feel this flow this morning. Any of you ever, ever miss and make a good pot of rice? Stop playing. Y'all ain't going to lie. No, you, 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 you all right, but like one pot, like, ooh, I don't know what I do. Jesus, Lord. You calling your cousin from, come, 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 come try this. This like you don't know what you did. You want you you and watch this. The problem is you think you did the same you did last time, but it's different. And you ain't record. You ain't write nothing down. 
And you, you stretch it out. You give people small sizes because you want this to last long. Because your rice ain't never come out like this. My God, they're friendly. They're friendly, but they're mad. I don't like mad, I like mad rice. When you get a drop, I ain't that. You don't want it too friendly, but you don't want to matter one another. They come in, and that thing, you trying to you kind of stretch that because that thing comes just right. But the problem is, you don't know what you did. When Naya was working on Lou's recipe, and she was struggling because this one, that one, the one the pineapple side on cake. Next one, she said, "Daddy did the same thing as that." You couldn't, you couldn't have done the same thing because this, this is the same cake. Then one go like this. Then one just right, just standing up right. Then another one. And that's many of our lives. We're hitting and missing. And we believe that's the way life is. And we actually tell people that's the way this life is. You never know what you can get. That's how life is. You don't know what you get. Just keep on going to flow. We're treating life like it's a bag of skittles. But your hand just hope you get a red one. You know, it may not be red, but just hope for it. Just eat it. When the Bible says, according to Hebrews 11, verse 3, we're supposed to be free in our world. We shouldn't be living off accidents. We should be living by intent. Glory to God. I remember that story. I think it's Luke who talked about it. When, uh, when uh, oh, Lord, uh, the, this, this brother, his, his son was sick. And Jesus said, man, I ain't healing nobody today. They said, man, he helped us build a church. Jesus said, what? Where he is? And then Jesus says this. Jesus says, I will go and I will heal it. Intentionality. Not, see, you missed that. Not, I can go, let me pray for him, let's see what happens. He said, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to heal it. Oh, Sonia, can you imagine living like that? Where you just say, you know what? Um, I'm going to pray you're going to be healed. I'm going to pray the money will show up for the, for the bill. That place of living by intent, and I don't care which demon tell you this is not possible, that's why you're in this church and not the other church. Because we're going to speak this word of faith to you until you understand that the mind of Christ is available to you and you can have, watch this, miracles on demand. Glory to God. Miracles on demand. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. M-O-D. So he made known his ways to Moses, but his acts to the children of Israel. See, God, and using this example of Moses, God has designed for us to function as he functioned, and we see this journey all through the life of Moses, that he actually wanted Moses to function like God. Watch something that you never saw before. You saw it and didn't realize you saw it. Go to Exodus chapter 7, verse 1. This is crazy. This is sick right here. Look at this. This is this right here. I remember when I was doing my Bible plan and reading through the Bible and I saw this. I was like, this cannot be here. Why nobody ever preached this? This is crazy. Look at what God says to Moses. Ready? Read. And the Lord said unto Moses. What did he say? See, uh -huh. I have made thee a God. To Hold on. Read it again. And the Lord? And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to what follow. What I made you? A God. 
when God drives it home, he said, let me show you how much of a God I made you. I made thee a God to Pharaoh, and what I will do to confirm your godness, I will assign to you a prophet. Okay, you miss it. Prophets are mouthpieces of God. God has prophets because he does nothing in the earth except he revealed to the servant the prophet because his prophets articulate what he wants done in the earth. To confirm the godness that he wanted Moses to walk in, he says, Moses, to confirm your godness, I will assign you a prophet. I will assign you a prophet to enunciate your desire. Y'all ain't getting this. Oh my God. He says, he says, Moses, I so want you to function. I rush in man. I so, slow down, dancer. I so want you to function like God. I'm going to make you a God to Pharaoh, and I'm going to give you a prophet. So what it is, just like how I tell you what I want you to do and you do it, you tell Moses, you tell Aaron what to do, and he's going to do it, and it's going to happen. You're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be a God to Pharaoh. Because God ordained Moses to function as God, Moses do something that run God hard. Ask me what? Let me show you. They get to the Red Sea, Exodus 14. Y'all know the story very good because y'all had to preach this. This is a good shout. They get to the Red Sea. Who behind them? The Egyptians behind them. What around them? No, 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 no. No, around is what? Mountains. Mountains around them. What in front of them? The Red Sea. All right. So behind them is what? The Egyptians. Pharaoh and the boys them. To the, to, on the sides of them is what? And in front of them? Red Sea. This is crazy. I ain't got time to preach it. The Bible says, when you read the first, the first, the, the first leading of, of Exodus 14, it says that the Lord tells Moses, set a camp. I'm still mad at this, um, Leo. Um, I'm upset at this. This don't make no sense to me because Moses had a head start on the Egyptians. The Lord says to pitch a tent, set up camp. Why the devil? You gonna tell me to set up camp? I in the lead. I get a gap between me and the enemy. The moment God says set up camp, he allows the enemy to catch me up. I ain't got time to preach this ready. I want to real bad. But some of you, your pause is on purpose. Oh, let me talk to somebody else. Your neighbor didn't hear what I just said. Some of you, your pause is by divine order. I know you mad because you stuck, but God stuck you right where you're stuck to let the enemy catch you up because God is saying, I'm sick and tired of this enemy boring with you. So we're going to get rid of this enemy once and for all. But you crying because the enemy getting close. <laughs> oh God. And so this God tells him the champion man. God, God tells the He tells the enemy camp. Sorry, he tells Moses to camp. Moses, Moses set up camp. And here comes Pharaoh, Lord God. And so behind him is Pharaoh and the army, mountains here, Red Sea, and Pharaoh gets up like a mighty man of God. 
verse number 13. Moses, sorry, Moses get up in his wonderful anointing. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. How many of y'all heard that before? Because it sounds like good preaching. Stand, stand, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Watch this. Which he shall show to you today. And then he keeps on preaching and he says, For, for, for the Egyptians whom you see today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Why, 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 why? For the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace I can see Moses by the Red Sea telling them Israelites touch your neighbor and say neighbor <laughs> he said tell your neighbor tell your neighbor tell your neighbor we gonna get through this because God's got our back and God responded and said Ready? Read. God say, me? This is your Bible. You see all these things you all shout on and don't ever read for yourself? We shout, we shout on these things in church. You hear these things and you shout and you dance, but you never read the text for yourself? God says, Do you see this? God says, hold on, hold on. Do you remember I made you God? My God. Oh, man, you ain't seen it. Do you remember I made you God? Why are you crying to me, God? He says, speak to the children. Lead them. Tell them. Let's go. Because I made you God. And if you are God, God tells the water, stop here. Oh, shucks, man. I gave you God-like characteristic. And don't you know? I know you know because you're the one who write the book. So you know that I'm the one that says water stop here, land start here. And if for any reason I need to undo what I did because I'm God, I get the power to do it. I can tell the water and I change my mind. Open for a second. I need to walk through here on dry land and then close right back up. Because you are, oh man. God says, bro. You're functioning too low. You're praying, waiting for God to come to your rescue. He has already because he's given you him in you. So what you're crying for, you already have. Are y'all seeing this? I noticed this, this, this messing up your whole view of the Red Sea. 
Because you have this Red Sea thing totally different, and you all preach the Egyptians. You see the day, you just see them again no more, and don't realize God says, no, 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 bro. This is on you, this is on me. And look at what he says. He goes further. I think he goes further. What did the next verse say? This is in my nose, but let's go further. What did, what did the next verse says? Look what he says. Let me show you his big God. Lift thou up thy rod and strike it out over the sea and divide it. Well, Lord God. He says, I want you to be so much God. What you can do, I want you to start dividing seas. Wait, when we start being like God, these little shootouts in these areas and these little crime going on and all this stuff happening, when we start walking in our God, we'll start shutting stuff down. This sounds crazy. When we start functioning like God, we see Dorian coming again, go back. See, the devil don't want us to believe this. And like this, no, man, you running right out. Okay. But please, I need some people to run out with me. I need some people to run with me. Any, any runners with me? Because I, I want to run all the way out. I want to run all the way out. You read your Bible? Joshua's Josh down there. He's killing people. Joshua. Getting dark. He's more than the kid. Son! Stand still! And son! Stop! Because he said, I can't kill them before night and I can't see good. I need some light. I, I, I won't miss it. I will kill every one of these jokers. I will kill all of them, but I, I need some sunlight. He commands the sun to stand still. Some of y'all then say, I ain't gonna make my pledge payment. You didn't see that come in. You got God like characteristics. Are you telling me that God can't cause a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars to happen in five weeks? You still stressing out about that when God gives you the power to tell the sun stop? I want I won't get to that text I read originally. But I had to walk you through this whole story in Moses because I need you to anybody on the, on the little box there? Um, because every, this is where it's crazy. It's crazy because every step that Moses did, <laughs> everything he did heretofore was done through an anointed rod. Mm-hmm. So, so God says now, as he gets to the text that I, wrote, I read, when they were out of water, God says, now, Mo, it's time for graduation. It's graduation time now. It's time to go to another dimension. Because heretofore, everything you was doing was by way of the anointing on your life and the rod that you had. Exodus 1, 2, the Bible talks about when he, 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 Moses questioning God, and God says, what is that that you have in your hand? And what was it? It was his rod. So this rod was off the chain. When it was time uh, to, to bring them plagues, he lift the rod up. Remember when it's time to show down with, Pharaoh, with Pharaoh's um, magicians? And he took his rod and threw it on the ground. And that boy became a snake. That rod is a beast. That rod was no joke. This, this rod was off the chain. I can say something, make your mind, and I can stop. I can stop right here. He says that Mo, Mo 
in order for you to get your diploma, your, your degree, I have to free you from this rod. Because the Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 3, watch this and I stop it. I can't go no further. I get plenty more here, but I can't go no further. He says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. He says, Mo, the problem with you is everything that you've made manifest has been happening through what you have in your hand. So you are not yet able to function in your godness because when you function in your godness, you make things appear from things which appear not. Y'all ain't seeing this. Everything that you've made appear happened through your rod. So you are still basing what manifests in your life through what's in your hand. There is another dimension I want to take you to, and this dimension will not need what's in your hand. Because now you're about to make things appear, appear from things which appear not. Which are the things that appear not? They are the words that come out of your mouth. I want to shift you now from operating in the power of the anointed tool in your hand to now moving with the anointing that's in your mouth. So for this next dimension, we ain't going to need the rod for this. I'm going to need your mouth for this. Because this dimension causes things to appear from things which appear not. This is, this is so crazy. Because, watch this. To function in your godness, your maturity will be tried. Because God says, now this is what I want you to do. I want you to take something with you that you don't have permission to use. When you read the text in Numbers 20, he says, Mo, take the rod, but don't use it. That's major maturity when you know <laughs> you could fix this in the natural, but God says, no. That's maturity. See, real maturity is when God says, when you, you have the ability to move on it naturally, but God says, no. I want to take it to another dimension. You know that person that did you bad? You could really mess them up. Oh, come on. You know enough but them that they wouldn't be able to leave their house for the next six months. If you make a couple phone calls, call Janae them and really tell them one story. Now, Janae, don't call my name, but put this out there. You could, put, you could cause them to never leave their house for the next six months. But God says, vengeance is mine. Uh, I, I, I will show you something. It takes a major level of maturity. God says, take the rod, but don't use it. And in my mind, Jeremy, I'm saying, man, God can help him. If God did say, leave the rod, then he wouldn't have been tempted to hit the rod. But God says, functioning in your godness demands maturity. This demands you to function with supernatural thinking. 
And true supernatural thinking is when you have the option to be natural, but you choose not to. We've been calling supernatural when we get to the place where there's no natural help. Denzel, stop. What we've been calling supernatural is when we get to the place where only a miracle can help us. And now we, all of a sudden, I'm moving in the supernatural. No, you're desperate. Stop lying. You're not moving in the supernatural. You're desperate. You have no other option. But God says, I want you to get to the place when you flow in the supernatural, when you can do it naturally. Stop. You won't hear what I just said. That, that there are natural options, but because you are so locked into your godness, you decide, I ain't going the natural route. I will flow in the power that God has given me to speak a thing and it shall be established. So I'm going to function from my godness and move my naturalness alone. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.